Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison out of Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right. The gang's back together again. How was Mexico, Mikhail? Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really shitty. First things first. First things first. <laughs> yeah. No, don't say that. It was amazing, right? <laughs> it was so amazing. Give it us all great. hope. Give us all hope for our summer vacations coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great mix between, well, a nice balance, actually, between family, um, you know, making it to private beaches, and then being in the in the real deal of the Mex- Mexico experience where vendors are bothering you all the time on the beach and nice. but they're like sweethearts at the same time, you know, just trying to make a dime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Oh, yeah. It was great. Good, good, good food. You. And we won't be having Mexican in this house for quite some time. <laughs> oh, you had your fill? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have our fill. Especially when it's really good and then it's hard to match when you get back home. Oh, completely. Like, it's that authentic. Right? Yes. Oh. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm glad you did it. I'm I'm so Thanks. looking forward to another Mexico trip. Oh, I love it down there. Yeah, it had been a while. It's so it was so nice to go back there. But you know what? The travel and going through customs and tra- you know flying in m- midwinter break for everybody else on the weekend wow. was absolutely nuts. Wow, everybody I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. So did That's you get my only complaint? Did you get to disconnect? Like, tell the listeners that you were able to. <laughs> Unwind and disconnect work. I did. I did. I didn't pull up any design file. Good for you. Um, Yeah. I just did little mini check-ins over email every now and again. So it was, it was perfect and totally worth that, you know, good. Good. And then really, really messy and stressful the first day back. You guys know how it goes. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Then you question like, why did we even vacation? This doesn't feel worth it. (laughs) I know. It's so hard to get back. And then when it's just you, oh man. Damn, yeah, I, n- I never good. have that feeling. I just my thought is more: Why didn't I just stay? Why am I coming <laughs> back to all these <laughs> That too, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> Much better way to look at it. <laughs> exactly. So good. we've so we've got another guest today. Um, so I don't want to keep him waiting for too much longer. But before sure. we get to Jordan, I want to talk to you guys about Skillshare. Do you guys want to hear oh, about yeah. Skillshare? Yeah, yeah, please. yeah. <laughs> Come around, children. I'll tell you a story. So the Skillshare. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, all kidding aside, Skillshare, um, I've learned so many things from these guys. So basically, anytime you just want to teach yourself something new, which, come on, everybody listening to this show, the reason you're listening is because you want to further your skill set. You want to learn from other designers. You want to learn um, just the ins and outs of what the career entails and further yeah. Further the journey, right? So yeah. um, Skillshare is amazing for that. 
No YouTube videos for you. You deserve higher quality than that. So Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 18,000 classes in graphic design, logo design, illustration, and more. You can learn big topics like all of Photoshop. You can learn little topics like, in honor of today's guest, I found several classes. We have one um, called Digital Illustration, Creativity, Style, and Efficiency in Adobe Illustrator. Um, right. We've got another one, Boldy Design with Color and Shape, ex- one called Expressive Illustration from Ideas to Execution. So this is just one um, topic of illustration, and I'm seeing like so many different classes. So pick one you like, and you can't go wrong. So um, yeah, and I, I've taken several classes with these guys, and you the the quality is there the instructors are at the top of their game which is just amazing to have that um resource available to us yeah so get 2 months of skillshare for just 99 cents that's right skillshare is offering our listeners 2 months of unlimited access to over 18,000 classes for just 99 cents for you mathematicians less than a dollar <laughs> to sign up go to skillshare.com/graphic Again, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash graphic. Boom. Boom. All right, Nick. Yeah. So we've got um, our second episode in our specialty design series. And uh, I'm so glad that a few people that we've been just chatting with, either through Instagram or people we've followed in the past – have been more than willing to come on and talk a little bit about it. You know, all all kinds of advantages and disadvantages to having this. And uh, this this episode, we're welcoming Jordan Wilson. Jordan, welcome aboard. Welcome, How's it going, guys. <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks for thanks for coming on board, man. No, yeah, man, happy to be here. I awesome. love it, and a, and an avid listener as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's actually, uh, Ryan Wheaton from your last episode, he's the one who kind of turned me on to you guys a while back. Oh, cool. Nice. Go yeah. on. You guys are in cahoots. I like it. Yeah, he's a fellow <laughs> Portlander up here. That's right. Very yeah. cool, man. That's where a lot of it's coming from lately, man. So, geez. There's a big community. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You guys are doing some work. Well, you're telling, me that you're telling me there's illustrative designers in the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so I think uh, that's a hint to, to what we why we're bringing Jordan on board. I think one of the cool things was is when Jordan and I first started talking, we were I was kind of really impressed with the amount of work he has specifically in branding and graphic design, but it has this illustrative kind of um, you know feel and background to it, and it really dawned on us that this could be a fun topic to talk about because you know we we when we dig deep into talking about design. And specifically design branding, you know, I'm seeing this happen so much more where this illustrative edge and this talent of illustration is coming into it and really helping what we love as far as these logos and these brandings that are out there that, you know, really stand out because of this, this added touch, you know, and so would you call yourself that? I mean, like, it's, it's funny. I think everybody has a different way (laughs) of talking about how do you determine yourself as this? graphic designer illustrator have you have you meshed this up and made a really cool word <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't I know a good I, day yeah what, I, what, I think how, how do you describe yourself as a designer i mean like and then introduce yourself and you know in a brief intro to everybody i think it'd be a sure. good spot cool uh yeah my name is jordan wilson i i guess you know my designs are typically based in illustration which 
I use Illustrator more than anything, so maybe that's really where it comes from. Y- yeah, yeah. Part of the name. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do a lot of branding work, and a lot of my work is definitely, I think, a, a little, uh, goes a little bit beyond just like sort of that iconic representation of just quick logo mark and, and a word. Sure. A lot of it's, um, I don't know, I, I think illustrative design is, it may be more concerned with like creative interpretation in regards to just connecting with the target audience. They're both yes. a little different. Um, and also a lot of my work isn't just branding, it's sort of illustrative systems and-, and um, Exactly, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I think the best example of that for anyone who doesn't really understand, it took me kind of a while to figure out like, oh, that's a niche is uh, uh, Meg, Robichaud, I think her, her handle's Meg Draws, but she does all the uh, illustrative systems for Spotify, and oh, it's amazing. Cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's good that you mentioned that because I think in in maybe in the past it wasn't so much of a, of the branding systems of our biggest companies out there that we see, but nowadays it really is. And when you look at what like Spotify and Pandora and a lot of these other uh, Dropbox have done uh, yeah. over the past year, really. Um, it's gone way beyond just what the logo is. This illustrative vibe is is hitting branding more than ever. Yeah, yeah. I think especially coming a bit out of the flat, very clean modern design. I think illustration is starting to play another role, uh, yeah. a little different than what mm-hmm. it was. But it's kind of mm-hmm. it's entering the. It's it's pretty fun to see where it's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so in your background and and when you started this kind of career, yeah. how, did, did did this illustration thing was it always there? Did it you know did it how did you wind up in there and how did it find its place in what you do? Yeah, I, I think it's always been there. I mean, like I was literally the kid who drew on walls, you know, so it's kind of, I've always doodled, I've always drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sort of got into it through way of um, a band I was in, um, which there we go again. You, like, port- uh, yeah, you exactly. Portlanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was sort of like delegated as the brand designer and so we would you know i would do all of all of our gig posters and album artwork t-shirts um and so people started seeing our gig posters like on walls and would reach out to me to do their band's gig posters and even you know so far as like a lot of the events i would do their uh you know these uh gig events posters things like that uh so people just started reaching out to me to do their own sort of gig posters essentially um and sort of snowballed from there i mean it took another eight years to figure out that I could make a living doing it. But yeah. that was sort of, the <laughs> of like, oh, maybe there's something there. Maybe it's, it's me. You know, I didn't think it was self-sustainable at that time, but it's definitely an introduction into that world. Yeah. Yeah. And and that talent you had in there, like, so when you drew things or, or sketched things, you know, I'm sure. assuming that, that kind of like, I, I'm on, I can, I consider myself on the complete opposite end of that spectrum. Like uh, my sketching ability is just terrible. But like I can get it, at least I can get an idea out. So I think it's yeah. it's neat to see that you almost came this way organically because of the the sketching and the and the drawing that you've done in the past. Yeah, and and, and to be fair, like my sketching is not it's a, oh, it's okay. Please. I bet like, you it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it definitely came way a, a bit more organic than and than others. Uh, I I think. I, I'm always a little envious though, of people who kind of went, I went to school for music and, and, and not design. And then I just, the people, I think you maybe can get design without that background, but I've come to the point now where like, God, I could have saved a lot of money in college actually. And a lot <laughs> oh. of time. It's true. Like it took me, I mean, 
I, you know, learning for yourself is great, but it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time and you grow so much slower. And then yeah. had I done it through school, I mean, a lot of those questions, a lot of those things I had to learn the hard way, I probably wouldn't have had to. <laughs> hmm. yeah, yeah, interesting, interest, interesting little story. So w- what would you say the coolest areas are about your design specialty in more specific terms? You know, we'd love to know how it's paid off over time. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. The coolest, I mean, I, I think the most interesting part about it is just, you know, every project's a little different. And mm-hmm. I think with something more illustration heavy, it's not just branding, which I love branding and I love building identity systems. And I really like that component, but I also like the ability to just like make a spot illustration for a magazine or uh-huh, you know, sure. whatever, working with animators and creating like characters. I've done work like that. So I think yeah, it, fun. it definitely opens like a couple other doors, um, which is nice. I mean, I'm sort of addicted to just learning new things and which is good and bad, but uh, <laughs> and just trying to keep my focus on one thing is really hard. So I do like the ability to take on different types of projects. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and that has broadened your, let's just say your scope once you're out there as far as um, how you offer yourself, you know, as, as a service. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think, yeah, I I think having that ability to offer different things definitely helps uh, freelance. Um, So yeah, I'm definitely happy that, I mean, I think there is two routes and we kind of touched on it, but like, you know, a true specialty I think is great. I think you can really dive in and mm-hmm. learn everything there is to know. And I think people will find you. I think you can create a, a a unique thumbprint, your own style, and people come to you because of that specific style, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's hard to achieve. And and uh, so I, I definitely went the other route of I want to learn <laughs> a bunch of different trades and try to offer up, a, you know, more than just one thing. Even in, the, even in your illustration where it's like, like, yeah, because I, I think in branding, too, we can we can be adventurous and try different things and everything. But totally. in the in the illustration part of it, let's call it you're 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 being as diverse as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes know? it might be like something more geometric built out of simple mm-hmm. shapes. Sometimes sure. it might be line work where it's just monolines or sometimes it's heavy textured or sometimes it's yeah. hand sketched. You know, I, I think. I, I don't know if it's good or bad to have a specific style. I think there's benefits in both. I know. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. topic on itself. I, I think. know. It yeah. really Because it, it works so well for certain people. But I oh, just, yeah. for my own, just, you know, <laughs> I, can't, I can't focus on just one thing for, for that long. I, I yeah. love it, and I'll dive yeah. in. But I also, you know, I think being adaptable has its strengths just as much as it has its weaknesses. Yeah. And I, I often wonder, too, when I see those people with such uh, – um, designated design styles that yeah. they, if you're really at that point of doing it so successfully, they are knocking on your door for it. So it's working for you. But I guess you're right. It's like the cool thing what you're doing is you get to explore all those different types of illustration vibe, whatever's working best for the client at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So cool. you're able. So you're able to actually kind of come up with different styles of characters. Is that? What I'm hearing you say, because I feel like that would be the the hardest thing to do. Like, look at like, you know, Simpsons, Matt Groening or whatever. Like he can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. one of his characters that has the same, you know, that they're, you know, out of that yeah. mind. 
Yeah. Right. That hand. Right. So like, right. um, not anymore. So I'm sure they've got a team of people doing it now. I know they do, sure. but, but they're copying that style. So could you, yeah. if you had to, if someone needed a, a, a character based on like a person, you could do different styles based on what they needed. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And also, well, yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of works with just the clients. I mean, they don't always need a really texture heavy, like landscape illustration. Like sometimes right. if such a brand work, they just want something more, simple uh or if they want something more hand-drawn or if they want it to be really refined you know i mean i think it definitely just depends on the job and and that's 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 exactly the key where that's amazing though that you can shift gears and accommodate any style that's amazing (laughs) uh, but it's dude i think it's so it's so apparent on like if you look at your instagram feed and you look at what you're doing uh i i love when i when i look at an artist and they can almost surprise me with the style changing from one to the other totally you know what I mean? Where we're 100%. seeing so many, yeah. seeing so many examples of people that like it's almost carbon copy. Where yeah. you know, yeah. okay, if that's your style and you're man, if people are knocking on your door for it, more power yeah. to you. That's right. awesome. Yeah. Right. But, but in, some of them got to make a living here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other part of it too. It's like freelance is tough, and I think you know, as much as it is design, I think it's equally you know business and trying to sell. Right. Like that's yeah. a big part of design, and and. and sort of customer service like i really think that uh oh, wow, yeah. being successful in freelance is is understanding like customer service and relations um, all, we're client services man yeah, yeah. i mean that, it really is strong relations with the clients like and how you deliver designs and how you sell your work like that is it took me a long time to figure that out but that is just as important as creating a good design totally i i i think we couldn't agree more yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely it's good to be diverse so yeah. um yeah, so what would you say are some of the advantages or disadvantages of being so specialized? You know? I think I think if you can create a niche like um a good example, like uh I think Simon Walker, who does uh sort of illustrative lettering, mm-hmm. he's got a style where I can almost just every time I see his work, I'm like, that looks like a Simon Walker piece. Yeah. yeah. Um or and or I think Draplin. people go to him because of or or Draplin, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like. exactly. I think if you can make that work, I think the benefits are huge. Um, And if that works for you personally, like it's such a great route because people are going to come to you already knowing what that style is. So you don't really have to necessarily sell an idea or concept because they're like, oh, this is I'm paying you because I I I like what you did. Yeah. 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 You know, and I think that, man, that's awesome. Uh, I just for me, I can't I just. I can't focus that long on the same style. Like I want to learn new things. Like I, you know, You're I want to, yeah, I like, I like the whole spectrum. Um, so it definitely, I think that's why I, you know, say the business side of things, I had to focus on that a lot because when I can, when I don't necessarily niche into one style, well, that means that I'm going to have to sell this concept. The customer doesn't, or the client doesn't always know what to expect right i I like to adapt to their story and a vision or what seems to work in that market Mm -hmm. um and so i think the business side comes to play maybe a little bit more if you don't have that sort of thumbprint of like oh if i go to draplin i know i'm gonna get it's gonna be dope and i you know i think so i and i say that not knowing his process but i do know that you know i can tell sort of if a draplin when he puts something out on instagram like yeah that looks yeah he doesn't have to reinvent the wheel every time because he yeah, knows that they want a draplin. Yeah, yeah. he's defined that corner <laughs> sure, of yeah. his style, and that's <laughs> oh, I think yeah. that's really impressive. Yeah. Um, so th- I think there is good and bad. I think it's just different, and whatever works for you. I think 
you know, I get a lot of questions just on Instagram, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? And then honestly, I don't think there's ever like a right answer. I think there's things I wish I would have known at the start, but ultimately it's sort of figuring out like what makes you want to get up and do what you do and hustle yeah. and, and make, you know, uh, and so I, I think yeah, it's, it's tough, Yeah, but I, this works for me is what I'm finding. It took a yeah, long time, right, but I'm starting right. to find that. Yeah, and clearly I, and I, I, working out for you beautifully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we should. Hey, if, if anybody's by their phone or listening while at their computer, uh, just to as a go along, go to uh, it's Jordan <laughs> W Designs. Is that your yes. Instagram? Yeah, yeah, Jordan W Designs. Uh, just to, to get the feel of what we're saying about because it's like, yeah, there's such a good diversity in your illustrative brand skills that like it's just so neat to see that because I think specifically with social media and the things that we get to see so much of and we follow these people that we don't even know, you know, we know in this virtual world, you, yeah. you, you just see this kind of like, oh, there's those same colors, there's that same shape, there's that uh -huh. same approach, but so refreshing to see that you can really be what your client needs you to be. And that's something we just stress here, all three of us in our disciplines really strive for that as much as possible, you know? Yeah. That whole idea that it's all about the client and who is the consumer. Um, and are we touching those touch points when it comes to the design, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's something that it might not be as sexy as like, this is the textures I use and this is how I create this logo. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it is so imperative. If you actually want to go to freelance, you have to have that mindset. I, I, I don't know how you couldn't do it without that. And yeah. I also think like even just putting a designer on the resumes is, is might not be as valuable as it used to be. I think most of us have to have a sort like at least a couple skills unless you are truly niche and you're like killing it in that field and there are great examples of that but i think oh, yeah there's just so much competition in the sort of gig economy where uh it's just there's less room for designers to stand out and reach potential mm -hmm. clients so learning a new trade sort of one that elevates what you currently offer can really help combat that I think. yeah i'm yeah. sorry uh, no you i think you nailed it because it's it's you're right if you are in that zone and, and you're killing it in that zone you, yeah. you might not need to, and but for for the rest of us, it's like, uh, you know, how do you stand out? How are you getting noticed when it comes to that? And so, is it adding new things? And and I I think that leads us into this next area, which is so cool because when I was talking with Jordan a couple of days ago, we were talking about this whole idea of the niche and the specialty design. But you brought up that like you're really expanding on that now, and and mm -hmm. finding that that it's not something long. Maybe it's not long term, but how how you said adding new things to your mix and new skills and services. I, I want you to talk a little bit about that because I, I've been seeing it too in what you've been doing and like particularly even the photography that we were talking about. But tell us yeah. what, what led you into like what even sparked this idea to say, I got to do more and maybe let's open up and be a little bit more, you know, full of different services. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, it really stemmed from, I think photography is a big asset. I, I do think that every designer could benefit from learning photography. Um, yeah. I think it's such a good asset to have under your belt. And uh, the best example I can give is I've done a lot of work for uh, breweries around town. There's so many mm -hmm. in Portland that there's a lot of work to be had. Uh, yeah. But every time I would design a label uh, and we'd get it printed and I get the bottle and then we'd have to send it off to like a professional photographer uh, to get glamour shots and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, I was like, man, that is such an awesome thing. And I kind of got obsessed about it. I want to learn how to do it because I think if I knew how to do that, they would have just hired me for that section. And then I could have 
sort of tacked Perfect. on even more work for this client and build a better yeah. relationship. And so, yeah, I I, uh, I got a camera and I took, you know, some classes and I to plug Skillshare, I literally learned nice. those things from Skillshare. Skillshare.com. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's wait, great. Wait, you need a little YouTube. jingle after that. I know. <laughs> you did not plan that, I promise. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so having that asset, it sort of just grew into I started getting more comfortable. Um, things started looking good. And then people started reaching out because I started sharing that work. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's another thing to have. I mean, like uh, most clients, at least when they reach out, like I don't always get the same job, which I'd like. Sometimes it's branding. Sometimes it's illustration. I've gotten, uh, you know, uh, videography work because I do a lot of videos for breweries up here as well. Um, I've nice. started doing food photography for a certain brewery. And that's actually led to a few jobs just within the last week of people like seeing some photos and wanting it done. So for me, it's great. because I, I, I have to I have to stop you right there because like that's what made me reach out to this dude because <laughs> his story. So if you follow this guy, you see here I am looking and he's doing all these great, amazing graphics and branding and, and beautiful logo work and all that. All of a sudden his stories, he's like photo shoot tonight in the studio. And I'm and this dude, you, <laughs> you have, it, I mean, knowing because I do packaging and we hire those people and I know what they get paid and I know their talent. He is like right up there with like these. He's laying out food and like with the wood boards and with like little tweezers. He's like moving leaves huh. and stuff. Dude, yeah, you were, yeah. you were killing it. Wow. Like that's, well, that's awesome. How, and like food styling is one of those things that I've always been fascinated with. Just like because totally. there's so many of those little. Um, like I found out, like in cereal commercials, they use glue instead of water or instead of milk. I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy. Oh, like there's a lot so many the, tricks, right? Yeah, yeah, like gl- uh, glycerin to get the the yeah like the, the glycerin water, water mix. Yeah, I just did yeah. that for the first time two days ago on tomatoes, and it looks love, so I good. Love all that stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! But like, what? How how cool to venture out in it? I, I'm you know even that I know you gave Skillshare a little plug there, and that's perfect. But what? That's <laughs> there. That's the way to do it, right? Like you, it really you, you, you yeah. found yeah. A, you were like, I want to get better, and we have all these things in front of us to figure it out, and you just did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I've been focusing on photography for years, but, you know, actually building a little studio and trying to understand lighting was the hardest thing for me to get over. I actually, oh yeah, um, I, I have certain relationships just with people that we've hired to do like beer photography. And so I just yeah. spent an afternoon with one of those guys and he showed me the ropes and really techniques. And so then I'm getting to the point where I can apply that in my own place and figuring that out. Um, but it's really fun. I mean, like I said, it's hard for me to keep focus on one thing for that long. And I do like the ability to like, all right, I can take you from a logo to a, maybe an identity system if you need illustration work. And then we can take glamour shots, even if it's like business cards. Like I can, and that it's great for a portfolio too. Like I can shoot yeah. my own work and then yeah. put that on my portfolio and right. I don't want to hire a, pot- a photographer. Or use wow. smart objects at the yin yang. Yeah. Totally. Or, yeah, <laughs> smart object, which I do. I, I think, you know, presentation nowadays is kind of everything, especially selling your own brand and sending stuff to your clients. I find that if you make it look good, usually it, it really helps. But yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's just, it's tough. You know, I think, um, I just think having other things under the belt is, is pretty important this day and age, you know, when yeah. you're competing against like build it yourself websites, which I, you know, I've definitely used and places like 99 designs, or I just think demand for freelancers to be able to show and sell 
the value and importance of good design and other things they can offer, I think really helps. Uh, all it's that. that it's that well-roundedness, and I think uh, I feel a little more comfortable or confident selling yourself that way. You know, yeah. When yeah. there's a few things under your belt, what besides the photography and other, was there anything else you've added like that you are trying to kind of become more well-rounded in that zone? I really want to learn. I've always battled lettering. It's it's. I think lettering. Mm-hmm. It's just. It takes so long. I don't think it's something. Yeah, that I don't think I have the. Patience oh, I know. That. It's so hard. And like, well, there's already so many fonts out there. It, I, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I already have too many. <laughs> but even oh. building fonts, like I built a oh few fonts gosh. and tried yeah. to learn that way. And like, that's and that's crazy. another thing that really helps. I mean, I guess I look at everything. I'm I, the bottom line is like I don't want to not have work, right? And so, sure. I, I like what I do. I don't know if at this point I can go back to nine to five. Like I don't think I could yeah. survive that way. So I have to no. make yeah. sure and the learning doesn't ever stop as long as no. you don't allow it to. Absolutely. Yeah. I, it, it changes. Yeah. I mean, this market changes all the time. Oh, I know. I used to be um, so intimidated by that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it's easy to get sort of just lost at ogling over what, you know, the peers are doing and how everyone else is killing yeah. it. But right. Um, again, you know, what's going to work for you? What's going to self-sustain your interest and, and go that route? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, Jordan. So yeah. Um, when you say you're branching out and you're doing photography and these other things, is that mm-hmm. um, is that because you feel like you're you're too limited doing illustration, or is it just be, like in terms of finding work, or is it just your own kind of curiosity and wanting to fulfill your creativity in a in a different way? Because yeah, here's that, the thing. Sorry, yeah. because the whole reason we're doing the spotlight on d- different niches is to kind of get people interested in the idea of niching because we've been, yeah. we've all been told mm-hmm. like, you know, the riches are in the niches. Like you got to specialize mm-hmm. to be really found, mm-hmm. known for something. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. you're telling us that it, you've done it and maybe it's kind of, you maybe niched yourself too far. We want to know about that. So yeah, <laughs> sure. You, I think, that's, I think that's, there's that's definitely the discussion. Yeah. 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 And I, I think there is grounds for that. I think you can probably spread yourself too thin where it's like, maybe you're not, getting the clients that you want or maybe you're just getting lost in this limbo of like you do everything but nothing the best right i think that's sort of my fear is well if i stop doing logo work and i really focus on other things for a couple months like well man am i gonna lose where that market's heading because you really have to keep your thumb on the pulse i think things are changing so fast in this market and this especially the sort of creative uh corner that we do and so i think there is dangers for sure um, but again, you know, like I, I have to make sure what I do is going to get me up every day and get stoked and want to do what I do. So, true. and I find like, I found like I was just doing logos and I, and I just, after a certain point I was uninspired. And I think a lot of it has to do with clients as well. Like I think, honestly, I think a big part is finding the right clients. I don't think a lot of, or especially people early on in freelance, um, you take it all on. Yeah, you take it yeah. on. And also, like, there's just there's good clients and there's bad clients. I, I, I appreciate all, yeah. but it really helps having the I better don't. clients. And I think being um, – <laughs> I think having a niche helps you get better clients, I guess, more yeah. easy, right? Like, easy. Yeah. Like, I think that – because they're coming to you for your work. So that's a major benefit that I think I probably lose out on. Um, but I just – I think – for me, it worked really well to have 
I these are my interests. I would be doing it no matter what. So <laughs> I just try to get people, yeah. you know what I mean? And but like that's, a good, that's a good that's a good kind of that's kind of a good segue yeah. into the question that I've got for you coming up here next. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I'd love to know how has obtaining, you know, this powerhouse with illustration made a difference in the way that you seek your clientele or how they find you for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I, I think um illustration definitely get I, I think having uh like we talked about it, it's a pretty broad spectrum of doors that you can handle, but I, I think it opens the door. Everyone needs a good brand, and I think that helps. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think I mean I get clients in a number of ways, and I've been learning a lot about where and who are giving me the kind of work I want. I think mm-hmm. my Instagram by and large delivers the most potential clients. I usually get like, you know, five you to ten use DMs that. a day. You use that to promote. I yeah, I use it to promote and I used to yeah. use it to yeah. get hired because there's yeah. so many people reaching out. Man, but the problem Instagram I found is, is its own animal now. I'm telling you, it's amazing. It's insane. Yeah. I, I, I love it because it's so easy. I think if anyone sure. else made it as easy, I would well, use it. Well, and you're but, publishing yeah. the stuff that you feel proud of and that totally. expands on your talent. And yeah. in the in the interim, it's it's killing two birds because people are finding out wh- how they can utilize your services. It's fabulous. It's great. And then the use of stories, I I love because, you know, I feel like when you have that portfolio, you don't want to put things that are like not gonna push the brand. I'm yeah. that way because I use it. Yeah. I mean, I I do get a lot of work through it. So having the stories was like, oh, I can just put in things I want that don't necessarily yes. have to live on my feed. It's yes. a game changer. <laughs> it's yeah. funny how you 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 think differently of the post between yeah. what's on the feed and what's in the story. And yeah. I and I, we were talking, you know, um, we taught. I had a uh, Brad from uh, Brave the Woods come into my yeah. class yesterday, and he's been using stories really amazing. Dude, he's killing it! Oh I, man, I, I watch every one. He's doing so really? good. And he, yeah, and he does, yeah. and he even does ask me ask us anything, and like yeah. so, people are asking about what texture you're using in there. How do you do? How do you do hand lettering? Um, what's your layout process? Even look more like, how are you billing? You know, so it's like w- the mm. more we do share in that way and, and stories gives you that chance to be a little different there, you know, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. he, he really stressed the whole idea of like showing the process and that one book, I think we brought up a while back or I think it's called show, show your work. And mm. it was talking about that. And it was like, if you do that, not only are just random people going to enjoy it more, but possible new clients and possible people who want to hire you. Because yeah. you're seeing how you're you're laying out your process, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It, and it just puts a face. Sometimes it's nice to like put more personality because sometimes the profiles can just be if it's just work, they don't really know who I am. So it's nice to have like yourself out there. Yeah, I think that yeah. helps. Oh yeah. yeah. Stories can definitely bring the human element for sure. Yeah, you be, yeah. You can show yourself and you can show yourself being um, you know, it doesn't always have to be super professional. It can be yeah. Just behind I love the that. scenes, yeah. works in progress, off the cuff, which that's what I like about that. So, mm-hmm. Jordan, um, when how you say you get a lot of clients through your Instagram, how do you do that? Because I'm trying to think. Um, mm-hmm. Are your are your so your clients are on Instagram like looking for illustrators, or do you have a certain technique with hashtags, or what do you do? Hashtags definitely help get things out there. I think um, at least get like showcase accounts with like a ton of followers. Uh, get your stuff shared, but I I do get I I said like I I get most of my potential clients through Instagram, and when I first started, it was great because it was just really easy. But I find that they're not always 
the best clients and, and not to say like these people aren't awesome people with cool companies and they mean well but it's just more like they're a really small startup business they might not really understand yeah. or appreciate the value of actually like professional design and so their budgets reflect that um and it's just so i just find that you know they want an entire brand identity for like 200 bucks and so mm. when you first start out you're like great i yeah. need the build portfolio yeah. I, I took everything and anything right but Mm-hmm. And just at a point now where, you know, I, I want to find the better clients and having been able to work with some uh, really dug. I mean, I suck my teeth into that idea a lot. So I, I do still get some clients through Instagram if it's like a really fun project or something that sort of speaks to me, I'll do it. But I find that typically you're not getting the bigger fish. And yeah, I think sure. Dribble yeah. is a great they deliver mm-hmm. pretty good clients. But I also noticed that since they changed their algorithm, I get yeah. less. You know, yeah, I mean, you get what? what was it that you said you get? What? I just get less inquiries. I get okay, less people yeah. reaching out than I was yeah. before. And they're all um, changing. They're all changing it up. I've heard so many people talk about the 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 decrease in in that in the connections based on behind Dribble and Instagram for sure has made yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Know? And those two were really like how I started Gee. getting clients. Now I'm at a point where. I guess I say nowadays the most work I get through is, is word of mouth or uh, people maybe through a my referral. website. A referral yeah, referral is a too, right? big part because I do a yeah. lot of local yeah. work, um, especially with you know the photography side and the beer illustration side. Like I do, I get a lot of work uh, through Portland, um, and I find that the more clients uh, reach out after being referred to me or seeing my work around town or you know researching me, just a quick Google search um, is working pretty well. Uh, and I also find that a lot of clients are more likely to hire you if you're local, at least in this market, for some reason, it's a lot easier for me to land gig. I'm like, Hey, I live on the fuck. Yeah. What I know, what I know about Portland and places like that, they really value that whole, uh, by hyper local. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, that is typically the way I I get clients, especially clients that I'm starting to like really like working with. Um, (laughs) I think though, when I first started, I was like, okay, you know, my impression was I'll build my portfolio and things will look great and I'll get followers and the big fish, the big clients will just come and reach out to me. And that's not how it works. I find, uh, I think reaching out is the best thing you can do. I think, um, yeah. I and, find and to that a, there's a, to a real to someone you really want to work for. Totally. I your, mean your target. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, getting the better clients, the ones that are gonna have a bigger budget that really appreciate the value of good design, like those guys typically, you know, you go to them uh and you you know you present and you bid on it and you cross your fingers and hopefully you get uh a mm-hmm. callback. It takes a lot of upfront work, but I just think the payout could be a total game changer. And I've had oh, a couple bigger yeah. clients in my town where like it just it was so different than anything else. I mean, I think getting good clients really inspires the kind of work that you can do. Totally. And, yeah. you know, I think, too, it's there's a certain um, benefit to feeling a little nervous with someone new mm-hmm. and at a <laughs> let's let's say a new level. And yeah. you're really like sitting there going, I should not be doing this. And but you, you know, you've got to prove it to yourself and and to them as well. But what what better way to kind of uh, you know grow in a situation like that? Yeah, totally. So That's yeah, funny. yeah, I think clients come from everywhere. But I'm just at a point now where I, I want to get clients that inspire me to do better and more interesting work. 
Yeah. 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 And they're harder to find. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah that's what to everyone's find. trying to do. I say that as it's a unique idea, but that's literally what everyone's trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> For a reason. Because it's yeah, a good yeah. thing, for sure. For some so, reason, it's just a revelation to me. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, like parting advice would you have for our listeners who want to think about adapting their skills as the industry changes? I think, um, I think create a demand for wider skill sets, which we talked about. Um, honestly, I, the advice I wish I would have gotten in the beginning is don't forget that your service for customers so you have to be adaptable right. um yeah. and you have to learn the business and i mean it, especially how to drop a proper contract like it took me getting burned a few times to realize like i'm just doing this wrong um yeah yeah and that's a huge part the business side yeah. of things is kind of i mean it's everything that's the only You're, that's the only way you learn that you, <laughs> the, the, the you have to you have to get fucked over before he'll actually yeah. do something it sure. sucks it sucks so <laughs> yeah. much yeah. Uh, yeah, I learned that twice and I won't ever again. Um, Good. Yeah. And also, I think, you know, fantasy clients, meaning like I made, you know, just when I first started out just to build my portfolio, I just designed branding that I think would look cool for a company that doesn't exist. That right. helps a lot. I think building a portfolio. Um, Nick, yeah. you can relate to that. Yeah, we've had and then we've had a lot of people talk and bring that up. That's such a smart way to even for the younger uh, designers that are right out of school. You know, yeah. do I love the way you even said it? Just fantasy client. It's not yeah. making whatever. It's like, but you're just as long as you're showing what you can do, like, and it and it might get you into an arena where you you have no experience in, but someone feels a little more comfortable with you. You know, yeah, yeah. that's great. That's a good way to put it. The fan, yeah. I like that. All right, fantasy clients. <laughs> it might be a little little foreshadowing into the listener question this week, possibly. Oh, all right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all about talking about those segues. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so Jordan, uh, we've got, for all of our guests, we're going to do a little lightning round. Just a, a fun way to get uh, the listeners to know who you are a little bit better. Are you ready for it? Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. All right. You re- okay. No First thinking, question. just answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Wes is all on that. Like, it has to be immediate. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> all right. You were a kid. What did you want to go? What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to work for Walt Disney uh, drawing. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Favorite cereal. Oh my god! I think honey bunches of oats. <laughs> That's so Portland. Strong. Both straight nuts. Should you ask for permission or forgiveness? Uh, I think forgiveness. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Good idea. Agree, agree, agree. All right. What's something you can eat for a week straight? Oh, Mexican food. Damn. Uh, nice. Not, not, not about that. <laughs> always in the, press, in the back of my head. <laughs> okay, next up, your go-to karaoke song. Michael McDonald, Anything by Michael McDonald. <laughs> there I don't you go. A semi-closeted fan. I love him, but <laughs> I don't love that people know I like him. So I don't know. Oh, that is the best. I have a very strange relationship right. with him, but he's dope. good one. Good. Yeah, one. you definitely roll the windows up when uh, you're at an intersection. The Michael McDonald <laughs> yeah. comes on. Doesn't mean you like it any less. All right. Yeah. So last one. How do you get out of a creative rut? Uh, for me, it's really doing another creative thing. It's like photography, or you know, or learning a new skill set. All right. Cool. Perfect. Mark. Awesome. So, yeah, so you're going to stick around and answer the listener question with us? Yeah, I'd love to. All right, cool. Before we do that, though, you know what we're going to talk about? <laughs> fresh books, baby. We love fresh books because they take a lot off our plates. We don't have to worry about 
the boring stuff of invoicing. No one likes that. So how about mm-hmm. you let FreshBooks take care of it for you? Rebuilt from the ground up. They're completely redesigned, um, you know, to for the way designers work. An intuitive interface that makes invoicing seem sexy. You can create and send really professional-looking invoices in under 30 seconds. Trust me on that. Um, and with literally two <laughs> clicks, you can set yourself with, up with FreshBooks online payments and end up getting paid um, generally within one business day. 60% of invoices are paid that quick, which is amazing. Um, and you've got multi-currency invoicing, so you can send it to another country. They do the, the, the conversion for you. But, you know, let's just talk real for a second. We all love FreshBooks. Real talk. We'll break it down. Real talk from Wes. No, FreshBooks, I mean, the the best thing I can say, and I say it, I've said it a few times, we keep paying for it. We do not get a free uh, membership based on doing these spots. So we keep paying for it because we really can't do without it. You know, we used to do it with PayPal. And that Mm -hmm. just looks kind of kind of cheesy if i'm being honest like it it makes you look like a fly-by-night company when you're just sending a paypal invoice versus something that looks branded and professional with your colors um you know they they do the 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 thing i like the most is they do those uh reminders for you so you don't have to be the bad cop always chasing after your money so anyway we've worked out a 30-day unrestricted free trial with freshbooks.com so you're going to go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section once again freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section okay so today's we have an audio question today from joe i think it's pronounced conan um but anyway let's take a listen to joe's question hey guys i'll try and make this quick I have seven years experience in wayfinding and environmental graphic design, and my current job of three years has given me nothing for my portfolio. I want to pursue an ad agency position, but have nothing in terms of ad agency work. Is it okay to rely heavily on spec work supplemented by some of my wayfinding and environmental design work? Also, what level position should I pursue having no agency experience? I feel like I'd be starting at the bottom, but if that's what it takes, so be it. Thanks. I would just say, you know, like what, like we were, what we were saying earlier is like build your portfolio to what it, you know, what is missing. And it sounds like he knows what's missing. If he needs to add in some uh, advertising and ad agency style work, um, why not do it on your own, you know, and, 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 and kind of supplement in what you've done to show that there's plenty out there that you have done for real. But if you can kind of intertwine and interlace some of those, some other work, like you were even saying the fantasy thing, why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, and I think I think it's it's safe to assume that throughout an interview, you will absolutely be asked if, or, or even ahead of time, ahead of the interview, if you have agency experience. People want to see that, of course. Yeah. But if your work shows some crazy proficiency, it, I don't think that they'd shut the door on the lack. Yeah, of that should speak. That should speak I mean, good. For itself a little bit I'm, too. I'm you know? hopeful that this is not the case too. I mean, it, it's not the way that it used to be when you apply for jobs. You can't pick up the phone and cold call anymore. You're <laughs> one. It's all you're one name out of who knows how many, and maybe just maybe you'll be considered amongst top ten. But yeah. there's no way to open any door, and no. for them to for you to win over 
an interview, a potential interview with personality. It's just not possible anymore. It no. sucks. No. So I just, I just, I'm, I'm super hopeful. I hope that I'm right. That even if your experience is in environmental graphics, that it's not just set to recycling, that your, your profile is not, not just thrown away straight away. No. And, and, and maybe yeah. actually and that, he can yeah, even that, use, he, he could even use some of that work and, and into his build absolutely. an advertisement for absolutely. one or two of your things that are already there. And now you've not only uh, interjected ad agency work, but you've broadened the scope of that, of that case study. And I think that's really the most important absolutely. thing. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a way of kind of supplementing each one and showing different applications of that work that mm. could make you look more well-rounded, you know? Yeah. And I got to say the only, t whenever I've been kind of passed over for a job based on mm -hmm. experience, it's usually, it's always been, um, when it's not an agency and it's a very specialized company, like sure. I interviewed mm -hmm. with, I interviewed for Pokemon one time mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yeah, I did. And they, they knew that I was not just into Pokemon. So next, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's that kind of thing. But if, yeah. if an when you're applying for an agency, the best thing you can show them is, you know, we talked about it before, just diversity in your style. Um, yeah. And I, I would show them a few things, show them that you're crazy diverse and that you're really current with what is working now, what people are wanting to see now. Because if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to be um, doing some spec stuff for your portfolio, make it just really, really current. Obviously, yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. make it kind of mm -hmm. on the cutting edge of what um, other agencies are doing, and yeah, like look at, look into the agency that you're talking to. I don't know if you're talking about that you're interviewing oh. um, just for just random hypothetical ad agencies, or if you have one in particular you want to go mm -hmm. for. See yeah. who their clients are. See what kind because they may have a bit of a specialty. So check yeah. it out. Do a little recap. That's a good point. Yeah. You know? That's what would you say, Jordan? Was. What would you say, Jordan? I mean, I think you all hit it pretty well. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I haven't worked for an agency per se, but like I do know that um, they definitely would appreciate how you, also you deliver your mm. portfolio, right? Like mm -hmm. sometimes it's fine to send a resume and link, but uh, I think that especially uh, with agencies, like it's really all about deliverables. So maybe you take your work and you put it into a PDF presentation. Um, so it's not just jumbled around. It's not just, you know, your website link, but you can kind of take them through a timeline of your work and show, uh, I, I, again, I think fantasy mockups are great. I think taking on a client that maybe fits this agency's uh, style portfolio or specialty and then build a whole campaign around that. Like it takes yeah. a lot of time up front, but I think it's, it's super it. beneficial. It's yeah. Worth it. And then you have yeah. it in your portfolio. You know, you have all these mm -hmm. great looking mock-ups and deliverables. And so I think agencies are really about like case studies and showing the work. And so if you do that up front, I mean, that seemingly would be a good fit. Yeah. And, and I think they want to see diversity too. I think yeah. in, in the, someone mentioned this the other day at, at our, at our school and they were saying something about the idea that in ad agency world or even in creative in, in a creative ad agency world, um, designers need to experience life. We have to know what, what it's like, we're going to be doing something different almost every, every project. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you shouldn't be so one dimensional. So like what, whatever you can do to kind of project that you've got, you have interests, you have hobbies and you take that into consideration of like who this is gearing towards and what, what this project, who was the audience. And the, you talk that language with them 
And I think you might have a better, more, more in common than you probably think you do because you, yeah. you, you, maybe you, you're lacking a little bit in some of those, the project work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I hope All it helps a little there. Yeah. And let us know, like yeah. we say, follow don't, up. Don't get intimidated. You'll be fine. You just gotta, mm-hmm. you know, gotta put it out there. So, um, exactly. So keep sending in those listener questions to questions at thedeependdesign.com. And, you know, we love the audio questions. So last time I put out such a, a harsh <laughs> reminder for audio questions. But you know what? It worked because we, yeah. like, we got several of them. This is just the first one. So but nice. keep sending those in. And Jordan, man, so so glad you could make it on here today. Um, yeah, what a can, pleasure to have you. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. It was so fun. Online? Uh, you can find me through, you know, this typical social outlets. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Dribble. Um, my website's just jordanwilsondesigns.com. And my handle is jordanwdesigns. On nice. Instagram. Cool. Yeah, check yeah. it out. I was just on there. It's amazing work. Um, and Thanks, I want to, yeah, in a second kind of call to action for everybody listening, we want to keep this series going with other people like Jordan and with Ryan from last week. Um, so if you have a specialty, a design specialty, it could be a certain industry or a certain kind of uh, deliverable that you like to design and you've made a career out of it. We want to talk to you. We want to know how it's working out for you and how you got there and all that stuff. So um, if that's you, email me at uh, Wes at the deep end and just tell me what your specialty is and why you want to come on the show. So, all right. Well, thanks guys. It was, yeah. it was good. It was thanks, good. Guys. Thanks again, Jordan. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. (laughs) And with that in mind, keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast.